0: Oh, hello, week four, episode four.
1: Good Peace. morning from down under.
0: Good afternoon from down up. Wait, up below. Wait, where would I be?
1: <laughs> I think I you're think giving them the wrong image. Up above. <laughs> I have some good news, though. What? I have some really good news. What? This is the first day in Australia that I get to wear my track pants because it's springtime. <gasps> so last night, the weather got a bit cooler. Wait, fall, you mean? Uh, no. Yeah, actually, fall. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. You're right. Fall. Fall. Yes, I'm losing it. Um, it's colder. That's all I know. And uh, we've gone from the hot weather to the cold weather. I'm actually wearing track pants with this shirt, just saying. So I
0: love it. I love it. Yeah. I'm wearing leggings too. But after we finish recording episode four of the B Squared Social Jam with Bosco Ooh. and Blair, I'm going to go for a hike into the mountains, spend a couple hours in nature getting nice and green and lush here spring is actually here <laughs> and so That's i'm just awesome. really excited to get some nature therapy to wrap up a really awesome week
1: yeah it's, it has been a pretty good week i think we're um we're getting back to to feeling a little bit normal i don't think it's sort of new territory for us anymore and uh, in australia they've made the first sort of approach to curb or flatten the curb and uh the curve. And, um, you know, I think they're starting to loosen restrictions as well. So we've had in Queensland specifically, a few nights of no new cases. So that's a good thing. Awesome. Awesome.
0: So, I mean, I guess with this situation shifting, um, a lot of interesting verbiage and terminology is like come out of it, you know, quarantine, the plays on word. Like I've heard groups of people who are getting together, they're the quarantine, like their team quarantine or I heard.
1: Yeah. I heard cocktails. They've got the quarantine. You know, you've got a special, special martini that you're having during the quarantine. I'm a gin drinker myself, so you know, maybe it's a corn gin.
0: Yeah, I'm. uh, I'm alcohol free, but maybe a corn joint.
1: Okay, that works too. Cannabis works is legal too. in
0: Canada. If you're listening this, to this,
1: this is right. I'm not this breaking any laws, and For I have a prescription. For medicinal purposes, yeah, you're good. You're I covered. Have a
0: prescription, um, <laughs> but no, yeah. Also, corn-toned, like people who are just like working out all day every day. I have yeah. a friend who works out so much, I, like she's just like super fit right now. It's awesome.
1: And I've got corn binge, which is basically raiding your fridge. <laughs> so you know, these are uh, these are all the terms that are coming out of quarantine. Funny, I think. Mm-hmm. I think people are going to come out, some of us are going to come out looking like Chewbacca. I think so. <laughs> I mean, I know for a fact that if I don't uh, maintain this beard, it's going to be completely looking like Chewbacca in a couple of months. You
0: know how wise you will look with a long, distinguished beard, Boston? I
1: grew the long beard, too. But then, you know, my mom was always worried when I traveled because, you know, she didn't want TFSA to get, like, questioning me and going... Yeah you know, let me look at your passport. So anyways.
0: I, um, I've actually aspired to be a mermaid. I call myself a merbler. You can see my hair is getting really long right now.
1: <laughs> That's um, awesome. <laughs> those
0: of you listening, you can't see, but just like, imagine me as a mermaid.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um,
0: but yeah. And also like, it's funny. Cause like then there, there's all these people, you know, staying home and these mm-hmm. people, lots of, you know, boredom kind of could lead to intimacy. And so there's a joke that all the babies that are being conceived right now are going to be called coronials.
1: coronials um yeah you know boredom is a big thing you know i think i think i was reading this article blair i think you and i were chatting about this too and they actually they have different types of boredom i was actually pretty impressed i was reading these different boredoms and you know i think the first type of boredom is when you're indifferent you know you we call it the indifferent boredom and that's when you you know you're like whatever i'll just you know keep moving on and, Mm -hmm. and keep plugging on i'll keep doing what i'm doing uh, but there's, there's all these other boredoms, you know, there's the, I don't know what to do with myself. So I'm going to calibrate and try to find something else. And, and, you know, like, you know, try to find something of meaning. I mean, you, you've read it. What did you think?
0: Uh, yeah. yeah there's searching where you're just like super restless. Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't know there was five types of boredom and I was reading, there's also, um, reactant, which is the type of boredom where it leads to like negative actions, like overeating and drinking, which is I think really yeah. and um, destructive. Like, yeah. I'm an emotional eater. I'm a bored eater, but to be honest right now, I'm an avoid, I'm avoidant. I, I've yeah. come up with a six. Like I I avoid being bored by filling yeah. myself up my time with projects.
1: Yeah. And then there's also the disconnected boredom where you disconnect from people and your energy's super low. I mean, I think the thing that we have to remember is that boredom's not a trait. It's actually a state of mind. And I think we, as people working from home and, and, you know, being at home, I think it's really important to recognize those patterns when we feel like we're going down that negative or, or sort of, you know, unwell state and just snap out of it, whether it's, you know, going up for a walk or changing the routine or changing what you're eating. You know, I think it's really important to, to be more aware, I guess, is, is the new thing now.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. And I think also like, it's okay to be bored. I think we're in such an overstimulated society where like, I mean, way back when, when we were bored, we go outside and start using our imaginations. And now boredom is, is like replaced or soothed with technology like Netflix or social media or video games. Like, remember when we used to be bored as kids and the creativity that came out of it and the fun. And I think that creativity is from being a child and being bored and having to use my imagination has really helped me develop my career and what it is today. So yeah. I think be, lean into being bored, like embrace it. What yeah. can you do when you feel bored? Can you pivot? Oh, it's such an overword, overused word right now, pivot. But I love
1: the word. I, I want to change the word. I want to call it propel. I want to call it propel just because I'm really tired of hearing, like pivot is the same word, like disrupt. Remember when everybody was disrupting and everybody was doing this and I'm just like, you know, I'm just over the whole pivot thing. You know what? We're, we're here now. Let's try to propel.
0: Yeah. So propel, like use your creativity to propel yourself into an alternate state, really yeah. dig deep. I mean, not everyone is, you know, into art, but that doesn't mean that you can't be creative. It doesn't just translate yeah. to art. Maybe it's cooking, maybe it's trying something new, but, um, you know, but if you just want to be bored and like feel bored and lie on the couch, staring at the ceiling or watch Netflix all day, that's <laughs> totally cool too. That's
1: fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I wrote a poem on Facebook that went pretty well. I had 200, 200 likes and comments and i was like wow i didn't have to advertise for this and there was a lot of people that related to it It was called iso vibe. so if you follow yeah. me on facebook check it maybe out maybe
0: you should read us the poem
1: i'm yeah i'm, I'm trying to work my way up to it I'm, i don't know if i've reached the reached the rapper status yet but you know you just, never know it might be spoken how about you through. read it
0: and i'll like i'll snap like
1: yeah we could we could we could maybe, we, maybe we'll have an episode dedicated just for that too
0: all right i like yeah. it it could be a bonus episode
1: could be a bonus episode <laughs> that's awesome speaking of uh boredom what is the guilty pleasures from home whether it's netflix or you know your favorite show like do you have a guilty pleasure Blair
0: um well I got a couple so I last week talked about how I was going to binge some boy meets world and sex in the city but that didn't happen because my sister told me about Waco yeah so oh waco- right everyone's yeah. talking about waco right so right right part- and apparently
1: it's from a different lens so it's like it makes you get even more angrier because it's not actually what you know about waco it's the other story
0: yeah well i'm not really too sure i didn't really know much about it but right. i have a fascination with docu series right. like this um right. but it's for you know those of you who don't know it's a, the branch of the uh, how do you say david david david
1: Oh, I'm yeah, kidding. the I just call them the cult, but
0: there is a small religious community just outside Waco, right. Texas, and it basically there was a fifty-one day standoff between like the FBI and the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, and it's just about that whole situation, and it's quite interesting. Like it, it's dark, and I've only right. got three episodes in, and I know uh, the next three are super intense. So the rain's supposed to come tomorrow. So. Um, if my husband's into it cause I started it with him, so I have to finish it with him. Um, we can bang off the other three, but really what my guilty pleasure, that's now part of my self-care routine is, um, starting my day off with a bath. I keep the lights off, light a candle, listen to my audiobook or music, nice. maybe check my email. Maybe you're getting an email from me while I'm in the bath. You're never going to know, but it's just a really beautiful way to start my day. And I think I've talked about this before. My husband oh, yeah. ever since I've met him has been having baths first thing in the morning and I yeah, just made fun them. of him.
1: Yeah. But I yeah. get
0: it. Like I started because I burnt myself really bad and couldn't have a shower. And I understand it. Why rush into your day? Why not ease into yeah. your day?
1: Have you guys tried the cold bath, like Wim Hof? I know there's a Netflix show about all that cold oh, water goop. and stuff.
0: Yes. No, I've watched yeah, the yeah. whole, goop. um, I, I mean, I've never tried the Wim Hof, but I've done the Scandinavian right. spa circuit, like the Scandinavian spa circuit. I mean,
1: you also live in a beautiful place. I mean, you could pretty much go jump in anything cold. Right, and you're so from close Winnipeg, to so
0: It's not even cold here. But, <laughs> you
1: know. That's awesome. What um, about you?
0: What, what kind of guilty pleasures are uh, oh, a part of your life?
1: So when I was in Tanzania, I used to love on Sunday night afternoons. My mom used to make um, custard and jelly. So, anyways, Australia is big on the custard and jelly here. So I've been I've been I've been having custard and Jello for dessert, which has been you know I'm 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 the cookie monster. I love cookies in the in the afternoon or evening. So I love anything sweet. Have a sweet tooth. That's become that's become my like go-to kind of comfort food now. And as far as TV shows, I like to have TV shows like playing in the background while I'm working. So the new thing now on Netflix is watching all shows, old shows. So the big one I'm watching right now is Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's basically when Will Smith was like, you know, first starting out the first season. There's like 26 episodes per season. So it's really fast, like 20, 30 minutes of humor, you know, cheesy humor and stuff. But uh, it's noise. It's just noise in the background so I can work when I'm copywriting or I'm reading stuff. I, I like to have like documentaries playing and stuff. So Guilty Pleasures, you know, old flicks, old westerns, old war movies, old TV shows, and custard and jello. Maybe that's our episode today, custard and jello.
0: Custard, jello, and baths.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Maybe that's what we call it. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, you'd be curious. I'd be curious to hear what people, other people's guilty pleasures are, you know?
0: And are they going to stay part of your life? Like, when does when does that point where they go from being a guilty pleasure to just something that's part of you? Where that, where's that chasm that crosses? Where I guess is that, we'll have to, we'll have to revisit fair- this in a,
1: in a few weeks.
0: What was the word you used? Not pivot. Propel. Where's that propelled into regular life?
1: I don't know. I, I mean, you know, I, I think we're going to have to revisit this in a few weeks and go, you know, is it still an addiction? <laughs> Maybe it's a sugar addiction. I don't know. But look, right now it sticks. So I'm, I'm going with that. That's my, that's my, you know, guilty pleasure for now.
0: Um. Uh, side note, we've spoken about cookie dough and my, my like addiction to cookie
1: no. dough. No. Oh, you cookie dough. Okay. So oh, we're, well, that's why, this is why you and I are like friends. It's we so, both love cookies.
0: So like I bought it tube of the Pillsbury. And my husband wanted two cookies. So he opened it while I was sleeping and made two cookies. And then what happened was every time I walked by the fridge, I knew it was in there. I'd walk by and like take a munch. Oh, wow. And like, then all of a sudden there was only half a tub left. And then I guess I got my husband hooked on eating cookie dough, which is not good for either of us. Yeah. But now what he's doing, he started baking cookie dough from scratch, like not Pillsbury. And the other day he delivered me a spatula covered in cookie dough wall in the bath.
1: And it was oh, wow. Like the ultimate- that's like brownie points.
0: Oh, yeah. He won. Yeah. He won that day. He got the gold star.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm into like snickerdiddles. When I was in, uh, in North Van and I was living in Canada, I used to go to Whole Foods and buy those big snickerdoodle cookies. Oh, that's so bad for you, but so good.
0: Yeah, that's good. Um, before we wrap up, should we talk about
1: maybe let's talk about, you know what, let's talk about values. So this is a big one. It's, it's come up a few times and I wanted to share it. And I think, you know, maybe even next week you could take a stab at it too. So um, I have a friend of mine, his name's David Reeve, and he helps people design their culture and specifically when it comes to, you know, purpose and values. So, um, you know, I've had a lot of decisions to make in the last two years professionally. I moved countries. I had to leave a really good, you know, uh, gig, Um, when I moved, but it was because the values weren't aligned with me anymore. And I think, I think for me, values are like a compass. And so, you know, whatever decisions you make, however, business decisions or people decisions, you always go back to your values. And, and for, for most people, values fall under, you know, five different pillars, people, service, business, introspection, and process. And, um, you know, if you have a value for these five or four values, um, you can really go in the right direction. You can, make, you can make moves that are important. And everybody knows that my purpose is to empower digital brands. But I really wanted to like talk about how, you know, as a business owner, we, sometimes we're isolated. We don't talk to a lot of people. So our values are almost like our belief system. So for me, when it comes to people and service, um, you know, my values is um, remarkable, authentic relationships. If it's not authentic and if it's not really remarkable, then something's wrong. And my process is about rebellious design thinking. So everything I try to do is either to try to find something rebellious or, you know, come from a place of design thinking. And when it comes to the business I'm in, well, you know, I would say that we're reinventing disruptive storytelling and we're trying to come up with content that that's more meaningful than that's out there. Um, and finally, for introspection, um, and, you know, a place where we always try to strive, uh, a new value that's come up is... is um, Re engineering digital presence. And that's, you know, those are the four values that I operate out of. Um, And I think it's important for all businesses to have their own values because at the end of the day, it becomes the fabric and character of your business. And sometimes it's not about the money, and sometimes it's not about. Um, you know, the the equity that you're getting in return, it's about your own personal sanity. And Blair, I know this, you know, from our discussions as well. Sometimes we have to, you know, leave clients because they're not evolving, or they're not, they're not aligned with our values. And I'm curious to know next week when you do this episode, what your values are, and where you land on, because I think it's a big thing moving forward.
0: Yeah, and I've actually narrowed it down to four values. And they're very simple, but they're really what is my guiding compass and all my decisions. And even if I'm not thinking of them top of mind, they're so ingrained with me that um, if something's not right with a client or anywhere in my life, I could feel it in my gut. So if yeah. you guys want to know what my values are, um, you could tune in next week or buy my book that hopefully will be out at the end of the month.
1: <laughs> yeah, do, do you have a reveal? I'd love to actually see the book oh, on the show too. So.
0: When it's ready, uh, I'll show it to yeah. you. We're just yeah, that'll be cool. Weeks. Yeah,
1: that'll be cool. That'll be cool. Um, and I think what we should do, other than Netflix shows, someone else said to me, "Hey, why don't you guys start showing books on the show too?" So if you're reading any books, that's another thing we should start doing is is talk about some of the books we're reading too. I
0: love so, it. I I'm, I yeah. listen to a lot of books because I do a lot of walking and bathing.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um,
0: I'll definitely share. I just wrapped up Simon Sinek. Start with why
1: yeah and I'm pretty sure your mom's following us now too because I saw someone with your same last name like liking our post so oh, if, yeah, if your mom's Sharon. watching us shout out shout out to Sharon too
0: Sharon is my biggest fan she's my number one fan so Sharon's awesome. all the high fives
1: <laughs> that's awesome my dad's like been clicking my TEDx talk like a hundred times a day so he's been helping with my view viewership okay. probably So tell him yeah. to
0: get on he's gonna have to yeah. give us some podcast reviews yeah
1: he's gonna have to give us some podcast reviews next too but uh yeah I think I think that's something I'm really excited to to learn about as far as your values as well but yeah big big thing right now is stick to your values it will it it will guide you to the right path
0: yeah for sure and know your why and i'll talk more about that and what my why is and how to figure out what your why is because it was just really insightful and people do business with you because of your why not because of the service you provide but who you are and what what drives you so with that why don't we wrap up yeah thanks for tuning in watching us listening to us Laughing alongside with us, imagining that you're eating cookie dough in the bath or custard in the forest. Who knows?
1: <laughs> custard jello and cookie dough. Maybe that's our show.
0: Who knows? Yum buffet. Well, Thanks. if you're uh, now inspired to go eat any of those things this weekend, enjoy. If you get a stomachache, it's not my fault. It's not Bosco's fault. Thanks for tuning in to B Squared Social Jam, and until next until next time. week.